everybody. This is Boy Mark B. There we go. All right, All right there's a little delay. Anyway. You have tuned in into Pillow Talk with your boy Mark B. Lady J's on the one and twos. I got it all the way down. We got, we're working out the kinks. We have a technical difficulty. Testing, testing, testing. Then I'm switching this mic. All right, y'all. Mark over here having to. You got to be good to me. Technician, somebody's on the. on the technical side right now, Shoot. but you've just pillow talk of the year. You made it out of 2020. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. So Got yourself on the back. You, you happy new year. And listen, happy new year. Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. All of those things that, uh, we didn't get to say to y'all, um, before, uh, before our last broadcast or that because it all came after the last broadcast, but welcome. Yeah to Pillow Talk 2021. Yes. Welcome, welcome. So, uh, I don't know, what y'all up to? How did y'all start your new year outside of the way all of us started our new year with the foolishness that was going on <laughs> in Washington, D.C.? Hey, that ain't, look, <laughs> we let the colonizers do what the colonizers do. That wasn't us. We were sitting at home eating popcorn watching watching the white folks go crazy over there in Washington. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, tonight we are talking about blended families. And of course, we're going to have our social media relationship shenanigans segment as always. So y'all know how we do here on Pillow Talk. We address the topic and then we go dig a little deeper, maybe give our own personal uh, accounts of the topic and then we leave y'all with some tips and things of that sort and you will have the opportunity to call into the show all right so make sure you share like follow and share this uh video all right um with your family friends and followers if you uh, are tuning into jqlm radio for the first time um, and you would like to share with your family, friends, and followers or tuning in to Pillow Talk for the first time, please tell them to go download the JQLM radio app, y'all. Or you can listen to JQLM radio through Alexa, or you can tune in through the TuneIn app. There's so many ways you can tune in. So just go to our website. You can listen straight from there to www.egoentertainmentnet.com. All right, now that we have that out of the way, so let's get into this topic, blended families. So... I mean, there are all types of blended families when um, talking about relationships when two people come together. 
I don't know. So, Mark B, you want to start us off? What What do you? How do you feel about blended families? Blended families are a bit difficult. Yeah. I will say that to me. First and first and foremost, when we talk about blended family, we're not talking about blended along the the racial lines. We're talking about you and your kids coming together with them and their kids. That's what we're talking about. So, um, initially, what uh, what tends to happen, or what I see a lot of, is people come together because they're in love but they don't come up with a plan on how to blend their families together. And that can cause a whole bunch of issues down the road as far as um, if this man is coming into your life, when do the kids actually have to listen to this person? Um, do you have rules set in place for kids to respect adults? Or are, they, are they only respecting you? Um, if you are <coughs> the mother or the father, um, have you prepared your children for you to be dating somebody else and for you to be bringing their kids in? Uh, those are all things that that you need to know. And if you're going to blend the family, if you have made the decision to blend the families together, have you decided or have you taken into consideration your kids' feelings? Have you introduced them to the person that you're blending with? Have you um, made sure that they're comfortable with the person that you're starting your new life out with or, or attempting to blend merge your families together with. So those tend to be issues that people don't actually think about before they try and blend a family. They kind of just put the kids in one room and, and figure they're going to figure it out. So I think, um, well, I think it really depends on the individual that you're with and their children. So I have been in previous relationships with people who, I have meshed really well with their kids and so have my kids. Like um, if your children, I'm speaking for me personally or people like me, if my children are very, they've been exposed to a lot of different things. So um, like when it comes to life and, and when it comes to extracurricular activities, they've been exposed to things that most kids haven't. So my kids are very sociable too. So, I mean, I've, I've talked to people, been in relationships with people who have kids that are really quiet they don't really me and their kid that that type of kid doesn't really mesh well. Um, and when I say don't mesh well, I don't mean like uh, like the kid hates me or I hate the kid. It just is not that like uh, strong type of relationship type. If your kids are very mellow, we're probably not going to be like this. Like for those of you who are listening on the radio, like fingers crossed, we we ain't gonna be like this. Uh, my kids are not probably going to be really interactive with that child either because the personalities or their, their, um, I should say their energy, it doesn't match. Um, if, and, and you know, talking to them would be one thing, uh, but like having a whole lot of interaction type thing or, it, it wouldn't be like, hey, you know how sometimes you get with people and they're, you, you just love their their kids become like your kids. And if you're married, of course, their kids do become like your kids. But the type of relationship that you have with each kid, if they have multiple kids, is going to be different depending upon that kid's personality or how um, open they are or whatever. Because I don't believe in forcing kids to um, have relationships with people. Uh, I think it's better if things happen naturally and organically. Even though you have, because you have some people that even try to push their kids to have relationships with toxic people who are their in their bloodline, you know, um, and even if they aren't uh, toxic. So I don't believe in pushing that on kids. I believe that um, that that's important. So um, 
And then I have I've you know, kids with people whose kids I don't I'm not really that close to. I mean, I'll you know say something to them. I mean, maybe watch a movie and stuff like that. That's about as far as it go. And ask them a couple questions, and and that's it. Um, it's not. It just depends on the kid. Depends on the kid and your the type of kid they are and and yourself. I think like um, people really have to. If you're going to blend a family together, you really have to have a realistic view of what kind of child that you have. Everybody's like your tolerance for the things that your child does is not everybody else's tolerance. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you don't have a problem with your child talking back. But you with somebody else who has a big problem with kids talking back. You're going to have to make a decision at some point in time. If, if you're going to make things work with this person, if you think that, that this person is is definitely somebody that can make things work with you, that is, it can work together, then you're going to have to un, you're going to have to decide that okay, I know that he has an issue with this. I'm going to have to either prepare my, I'm have to prepare my kids because it's not like I'm going to prepare this adult to deal with my kid like so you you have to abandon all of your um beliefs when it comes to children and allow my kids to to do whatever they want to do um so you have to prepare your children and and there is a difference women have a um have a different way of if, if when it's a single mother raising her children they have a different way of communicating with their kids than a man does um whether it's in a disciplinary way or whether it's in just a uh, communicative way. So um, a man usually isn't going to repeat himself over and over again. We, we, we really don't do the fussing thing for the most part. Yeah. I think that when you're blending families too, when it comes to the, the structure of the household. So I, I know you're, you've been talking about the, how, you know, discipline and stuff is, is, should be done. And I was talking about, you know, how the relationships go between the parents and the children who that, when the children that are not yours and um, the chi- all children from both sides, but when you're talking about uh, structure of a of a relationship, first and foremost, if you are a single mother, and I'm only speaking from a single mother standpoint because I am uh, was a single mom myself, um, you should already be teaching your kids to respect adults anyway. So my children have never been able to talk back to an adult. Um, Period. So if they have an issue with an adult, that's my job to step in. But when you are when you are blending a family, that man that you are with should have the same level of respect that your children give you or that they give to any other individual. Especially this man is helping keep a roof over their head. He's paying for lights. He's helping with car. If your kids are sick and, you know, um, uh, you know that there all of those things are are factors he's taking you know helping to take care of you and i know my situation is a little bit more strenuous than others i mean i have a child now with cryptogenic epilepsy i you know i'm recovering from brain areas so mark does a lot so my kids definitely ain't able to be like nigga who you talking to i ain't doing what you say <laughs> and i'm bigger than everybody in the house but but the thing is like when you when you um like the biggest thing is the mother has to prepare herself. Like, they can adapt. Kids have a, a malleable uh, way of being able to adapt to all situations. Really, if you if you give them time to adapt to it, they will. But it's the it's the it's the parents that have to adapt, that have to modify their way of doing things. Because there's nothing worse than when you're in a situation where somebody's child is out of pocket. And you get them together, however you get them together. And then you and the mama or you and the daddy got beef. 
because you're getting a child together. Because they're not not and and it's not that they disagree with the fact that the child needs to be gotten together. It's that they're not used to somebody else getting them together. And they have an issue with that and they have to get their nerves together when it comes to that because they haven't they haven't usually when somebody is getting on their kids, they instantly have to attack. They they they're ready to go. But when this other person is getting on their kids, then you have to fall back because they're actually doing the right thing. You have to get you're just not ready or are not 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 ready. You're just not used to somebody else taking on that role. So that is one of the biggest hurdles when it comes to blending a family is is you being prepared mentally for somebody else to say something to your kids. I think I, I agree with that. And here's why. One, <laughs> when I date someone, I've, I've only been in a couple serious relationships since my marriage. So literally two. <laughs> but um, when I'm dating someone that has children um, and, you know, that and I have children, it is difficult to get out of your routine. So if I say, well, no, this is the this is how I discipline for this. You know, um, when my child does this or when my child does that, this is what I do. And when you have a man come in the household and try to take over one because he's not your husband, because clearly a lot of now, now y'all may be on your way to marriage. Um, cause if you're married, then you're past that point. But when you are blending Hopefully. a, when you're working on blending a family, there are certain, for me personally, I can only speak for me. There are certain rings that I will not let go of until I have your last name, because you come in and you change structure or you interrupt, disrupt, um, uh, you disrupt the a routine. And then once you're gone, if you decide to leave now, I have to change that. If that makes sense. Makes so sense, uh, if, at I the same if, time, if you got rings that you not going to um, release until you have the person's last name, there should be bills that you ain't going to allow him to pay until you have his last name. Hey, also. when it comes to when it comes to me, I got a problem with that. I was paying bills before you came along. So, hey, you know, that's that's, <laughs> that, hey, that's, 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 that's hey, that ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, at the same time, though, too, when it comes to to that as well in preparing yourself for uh their the, the structure you know to change i think it's important for you to have a conversation with the biological child of your child of your of your children i mean biological parent of your children so like for me i will we go to my kind of serious and we're blah, blah 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 i had to tell my when my kids were younger i had to tell one of my ex-husbands my first ex-husband not my second one but my first one that you know he had a problem with other people disciplining my disciplining our children and whether that be uh and sometimes it was not just somebody i was dating sometimes it was people that i you know consider um really close or part of you know our village or whatever and I had to tell him, listen, I grew up different from you. And what I'm not going to do is I'm never going to leave my children in the care of someone that I don't trust to discipline them in the way that they see fit based on what they've done. Because I believe I've already done my my research and my and my you know background that I need to do to make sure that my children are safe. And I, I I'm it's it's stupid to leave to, to leave your kids in the hands of somebody that you don't trust to discipline them in their absence. Cause see what that tells your child is, well, as long as mom and daddy ran, I can cut up and do whatever I want. Cause this person can't do nothing to me. And I, I, my children are taught. You're going to act the same way and give that adult the same respect that you would give me. 
And not, so it's not only not fair. It's I mean, it's not only uh, stupid. But so it's I told him you got to get over it because because um, the, the truth of the matter is, if that child was running out in the middle of the street and 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 uh, you would expect for that adult to to risk their life in order to save that child, you 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 wouldn't bat an eye at that. You wouldn't get mad at the adult for risking their life to save that child because that that expectation is there. Also. Everybody knows that children, children will adapt. Children will manipulate, and kids uh-huh. will once they get a whiff of this person can't discipline me. This person can't tell me what to do. the The worst attributes of of that kid will come out. They'll they'll give that adult everything that that adult is is looking for because that adult now is basically on their level. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me what to do. You're just another kid in the house. And the worst thing you can do is relegate that other adult to being just like a child. Nobody's going to live under that kind of that kind of uh, uh, situation. Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer, too, though, that if there is a mutual agreement that, like, if certain children, so whether you have, if you have teenagers or just kids in general, if your child is doing something, if you expect, if there's a, a like a discipline connect, if you don't want me disciplining your kids, you're not going to be able to discipline my kids. That's, that's just me. If your children, if I have to come and tell you every time your kids do something, then I'm going to expect you to do the same thing when it comes to me. And that, that, that'll work too. It just depends on, depends on the two people. And the thing is just don't leave your kids with somebody that, that um, you have an issue with them discipline. Just don't. Because when it's all said and done, there's no space that they're going to be able to go to where they're not going to have to face some level of discipline because kids don't always get it right. And sometimes kids will have a mindset that if this isn't mama or if this isn't daddy, I can say a little something that I wouldn't say to my mom or, or to my dad. I can do something that I wouldn't do around my mom or my dad. It just is what it is. That being the case, you you have to um, allow that child to know, know this is another adult that you're going to respect. And, and violating... The respect law with this adult is worse than violating it with me. Because with me, I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get you together. But with this person, you you getting disciplined by them, now you're embarrassing me. On top of me having to get at you, it's going to be extra because I done told you how to treat adults and how to act around adults. And that's how it should be. So if kids understand that, um, that from jump, then when you're blending somebody else in the family, they're going to start off with respect. So, um, so what happens? So let's, let, let's, let's, let's look at a couple angles, angles here. One, let's start with, uh, how soon should you be introducing your children when you're trying to blend the family to the person that you're dating? Because this has been a question. Some people say, well, at least 90 days or only when you know it's going to be serious or, and you know, so on and so forth. When should you be introducing your children to the person that you're dating? I think um, I think uh, those of you who are listening and watching, feel free to chime in. Uh, if you want to call in, the call in number is three one seven eight eight six zero two nine six. Yeah, I think um, when you know that it's getting serious, when uh, when this is somebody that's going to be in your life consistently, that's that, and you all are exclusive to one another. I think that's when you should start introducing them to your kids. Now, as far as um, as far as when you leave your kids in the custody care of this person, that 
that should probably be a little bit later. That should be after some time of them getting to know. Because you have to be intentional when you're introducing your kids. You can't just show up like uh, like Mr. did on on The Color Purple, this your new mammy. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to be more intentional when it comes to introducing your kids to the person that, that you're going to be with because that person is going to have direct contact with them. So I think that you should wait until you know that this is going to be, that this is turning into something serious. I don't believe that you should, intru- I don't, I didn't introduce my kids to Mark. I think when we first decided that we were in a relationship, when it's a serious, because I don't believe in doing that I, because it, that can still go south. So I think that me personally, I think that you should wait until you know that it's going to be going somewhere because Let's be honest that in most cases, not all, but most cases, you're dating the representative. So people tend to change once they feel like they got you. You know, um, you start to see certain things that you didn't see during the dating phase and things of that sort. So um, I think that um, and then I tend to too see how people react, how people interact with their own kids, because that could tell me a lot as well. Um, And if. I don't like the way you interacting with your own kids, then I'm probably not going to introduce my children to you. So I think that, you know, Mark B says, and when you decide that you're going to be dating exclusively, I say to wait until you know it's serious and it's going further where you know that the representative have, has left the building. That's me personally. I'm basing it off of um, the old school method of dating. You know what I'm saying? Where you court the person for a while. Y'all y'all have gone out for a little bit and, and had some drinks. Y'all have gone to see a movie and this, that, and the other. And still haven't called it exclusive yet. Y'all just getting to know each other. And you've spent enough time to actually determine that I want to spend exclusive time with this person. If if that's what you're doing, then I think that after after you after you become serious, because that's because just because you all have decided to date exclusively doesn't mean that you all are serious yet that's still a that's still a introductory phase once once you all have decided to date exclusively and you've started to to understand who each other is that your kids shouldn't be broadsided that you've been dating somebody for the past six months and and now things they're gonna ask questions where are you mm-hmm. going who you go- and my kid is definitely gonna answer. Yeah, and, and, Let me ask. And you don't want the you don't want the person to be honking honking the horn out outside. You know what I'm saying? So you gonna you gonna let them come to the door and knock on the door and, and open the door and and say hi and everything like that. So if they if the kids see the same person popping up all the time and you made up like you're not made up normally when you walk around the house, the kids going to know, okay. So mama going out on a date or, or daddy going out on a date or whatever. So. The kids are going to know. So mm-hmm. you shouldn't, once once you get exclusive with somebody, you should at least be talking to the kids about, hey, I'm dating somebody and we're exclusively dating or something like that. And let the kids know what that means. Yeah, I think that, um, okay, so that's when you introduce your kids to the person you're dating. When do you introduce your kids to the other person's kids? And how should that be done? Well, listen, in, in that situation... <laughs> you got to know whether you got some bad kids or not. That, that's uh, that's that's important to know. Don't introduce your bad kids to somebody else's good kids. Don't do that. What? That's the relationship is done. If you, you got wait, if they got bad 
your kids, then you shouldn't be with them in the first place to begin with. You ain't gonna know they got bad. People don't shove their kids in front of you so you can know how bad they. No, everybody's kids are angels. To this them. is why I said you pay attention to how the person interacts with their kids because you can watch the kids and see and see how they are. Every everybody's kids to them are angels. Everybody's kids. Are, well, but he's he's not that bad. They'll say, or, no, no, but he's he's just excitable, or she she's just uh, inquisitive. Then nobody thinks nobody accepts the fact that I have bad kids because if you accept the fact you got bad kids, that means you're a bad parent. Well, here's the thing: I've been with some people who had some. No, listen, <laughs> it could be one kid, it could be all the kids. I had some people's kids. I who has had a smart mouth. I can't do with smart kids because I smack I smack my own kids for getting smart, and I almost there was an incident where I almost forgot that the kid wasn't my kid. Okay, if your child has a smart mouth or they got an attitude, you might want to keep some reins or close reins on that child because, and and if that's the only like real problem that your child had child has, I could probably deal with that to a certain extent, but most kids. When you are introducing somebody else into the um, into the family, uh, a lot of them tend to that that tends to be the number one thing. It's kind of like testing your patience or feeling like they can pop off and say whatever they want. Uh, but I think it's up to that parent to make sure they shut that down quickly because that can cause some serious issues between um, the two individuals that are in the relationship. Okay, I've I've been in a situation where. Um the I'll say the bad level of the kid was directly um affected by the parent. The mom when me and, and this is a this is the ex wife, so when me and the the ex wife would get into it, she would tell her kids that they could go ahead and jump into it too. So um nobody has to you don't gotta respect him. Go ahead and say whatever you want. So now now kids are naturally gonna Mm-mm. be protective of their parent. They're naturally gonna be protective of their mom. But what yeah. what an adult um, a mature adult that ain't crazy. What they supposed to do is say, "You shut your mouth." Two grown people are talking. You go in your room or you keep your mouth shut because that's there's no way to you. You might be able to repair the relationship with that person between you and them, but there's beef between that child and that person, and you're allowing for that beef. You're you're actually creating that beef. Okay, so when to introduce your children to the person you're dating? When to introduce your children to the person's other children? Um, so in blending families, uh, now of course, uh, part of the blending family also is introducing them to your parents mm-hmm. or your other or your other family. Now look here, if you know them, I introduce. I didn't. I don't. I didn't introduce any of my the people I've dated to my parents. So. For obvious reasons, y'all know. Now, now my father, he, you know, he knows. Well, my father hasn't known everybody that I've dated, actually. But that was just in passing. So he's not somebody that I was, uh, like, really talking to. I didn't have a relationship with my dad, you know, at the time. But um, in introducing that person to your parents, when do you think that you should introduce the person that you're dating to your parents? And when do you start bringing the kids around? All of that is going to determine, going to be based on, it's subjective. It's going to be based off of your relationship with your parents. If you barely talk to your parents, then who cares? You know what I'm saying? Um, if if you are if you have a relationship with your parents and you spend time with your parents and, and they are an uh, influence or impact in your life, 
then once you um once the kids i think have met the um the parent because you're grown so once the, your kids have met the other person then i think like family gatherings start to become in the um yeah. in the kind of situation now now we can go to the family reunion now we can go to thanksgiving now we can go to christmas now okay and so in blending families oftentimes you know you have where the mama or the daddy may not like the person that you're dating so where do you draw the line in deciding that you're going to continue to move forward with the person you're dating based off of how your family perceives them and how your children perceive them oh we got a caller Let's see. Who is calling? All right, caller. Hold on just a second. It is answering. It takes a minute sometimes. Call from Michelle Jones. Oh, we got Michelle on the line. Accept, press one. Just okay. I've sent the caller to voicemail. Goodbye. Michelle, call us back, ma'am. It's, it's it's slow it's delayed so call us back i was accepting your call um michelle is is was one of our callers so michelle call us back ma'am please do yeah but uh where do you draw the line in deciding to move forward with the person you're dating when your family is not receptive of that person and when your children decide that they don't like the person do you stop dating them it it if there is a question that has to be asked like why? Oh, is that Michelle? Yeah. Do we got you, Michelle? Hold on, it's 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 going. Just thinking about it. Yep. Call from. Okay. I sent the caller's voicemail. It keeps Except doing that. Press one to send a voicemail. It's press two. With the person you're dating. Michelle, are you there? Yep, I'm hey. here. All right. Hey, Michelle. Mm. How are you? Hey. Hey girl, this I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is one of our uh, our previous JQLM top JQLM radio producers at that. Correct. <laughs> uh, what you got? Thank for you, kindly, ma'am. <laughs> I'm listening to you guys, mm-hmm. and um, I'm going to tell you how my my son said to me. Okay. Um, in regards to the introduction thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they're not worthy, they get no introduction. Hmm. All right. You mean introducing them to you, yeah. to the mom? Introducing them to me okay. or to my family. Okay. So, so he's basically saying. Gotta be good. Some little, little run through that I'm messing with. <laughs> You're not going to get an invite to go exactly. to meet mama. Exactly. exactly. Which is exactly how it should be. You don't bring the thoughts to mama's house. Don't yeah. do that. So let me ask you this, Michelle. Do you and I wasn't going to say that word, but that's what they use. I'll say it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I got you. So let me ask you this, Michelle. As the mother, do you think that your son should be introducing every girl that he decides to date exclusively them exclusively then usually guys will to their moms or do you think he should wait until it's somebody that he feels like hey this is maybe somebody I could spend my life with I wait until it's somebody you can spend your life with because you'll have me confused (laughs) 
Good answer. Okay. Very good answer. Because, hey, some mamas probably done met 10, 15 girls. Yeah. So. Those are, but see, those are trashy dudes. Like, Well, those are dudes that use their mother as a, a, an avenue in order to smash a chick. That's that's Those are dudes that'll sit there and say, see, it's got to be serious because I introduced you to my mama. And that mama <laughs> done met, that's the fifth girl that exactly. mama done met in three days. So <laughs> that don't mean, it, it means absolutely nothing. He's using his mom, and his mom allows herself to be used to, uh, to so her, her son can go ahead and get his thing going. But, yeah, that's that's different. Well, thanks for calling in, Michelle. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So Michelle says that her son says if they are worthy, that's the only way they're getting an invitation to meet his mama. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's I think that's fair. I think I don't think you should really be introducing. Let's see. Everybody that has actually met my parents were people that I mar- were married to, actually, to be honest. Um, let me think. Yeah. They're people that I was married to. Now, in in meeting my parents now, I mean, you'll be meeting my godmother, my grandmother. If you meet my grandmother, then you know you win the money. Because I definitely don't introduce her. Rest God rest her soul, she's passed now. So <laughs> she's not somebody I can uh, introduce somebody to. Uh, well, good thing Mark actually, I think, met her before she slipped into a coma. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but um, if you meet my grandmother, then you win that thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, um, like, it, it's different. Like, my... My relationship, I love my mom. Love my mom um, and and everything that you know about me that you may like, you get it from I get it from my mom. So that that's that's Phyllis Brooks. She she gave me all of everything good about herself. But we didn't have the relationship where I brought every girl to meet her. Um so and, and that's cuz I didn't I didn't do a whole bunch of dating. You know, I was I was too insecure to do a whole bunch of dating. Well, um, that was never the case, and then with me moving out of out of town, it just wasn't feasible. But when it gets serious, when you know, with somebody about to walk down the aisle or something like that, she meets them. All right, so uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Okay, well, uh, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to uh, take some more callers, take some more comments, and we're going to continue the conversation on blended families and when we come back we're going to look at when blending families uh what uh, again what uh, line do you draw or when do you draw the line where your kids say they don't like the person that you're with because i know some people that'll stop dating the person based on what their kids want so um we're going to talk about that when we come back so stick and stay we'll be right back you are tuned into pillow talk with your girl lady J. your boy mark b Right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Woman, and he is my man. 
He can talk about anything. He's got nothing to hide. He's not afraid of his feelings. He's not a slave to his pride. He's giving me love. So steady. He touches my heart. Now I'm ready. He touches my soul and my spirit. He's giving me Entertainment Net. From music, food, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the buttons and social icons and you'll be taken to a whole other world behind the articles and ads. At Ego Entertainment, everyone is a star. Something in it for everyone. And we hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support Ego Magazine. Track CBPD by Arulo.
syndicate your show. Radio also distributes your episodes to all major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. Come join this full service and support platform. Get help with sponsorships built from our current listeners from all over the world in 45 countries and growing. Gain access to promotional materials and let JQLM Radio promote you too. And be a part of our live media coverage team that covers events and hosts red carpet activities with celebrities and more. For more information or to join now, visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com or email us at jqlmradio at gmail.com. JQLM Radio, real voices, raw entertainment, and relevant topics. Track, Funk by Arulo. We are back. Welcome back to Pillow Talk with your girl, Lady J. Your boy, Mark B. Right here on JQLM Radio, division of Ego Entertainment Network. So we've been talking about blended family. And before the break, uh, we had a caller, Michelle, and she was telling us that uh, her son said that only if you're worthy, you get to meet mama. And I agree. So let's talk about where do you draw the line at when your kids say that they don't like the person that you're with? Do you continue to date that person or not? Do you allow your kids to dictate who you date and who you don't date? Um, I don't think it's it's I don't think it's dictating. I think that um, you have to take everything into consideration. Like you you can't dismiss the uh, your kids' feelings concerning this person because you may be blinded by something. Sometimes you can be so caught up in wanting to be loved by somebody that you're willing to overlook some things. And and you look overlook some things, and you put this other person ahead of uh, ahead of are their thoughts and feelings ahead of your kids. You don't want to do that because you, your kids going to be your kids for the rest of your life. This person may be the person that you're with for the rest of your life, possibly. There's a thin line there. Mm, there's a really thin line there because. Um you have kids that sometimes don't want to see their parents happy. They don't like sharing their parents. It, it, they want mom and daddy to get back together. So there's a thin line there. Me personally, I can only speak from personal experience. I do not allow my kids to dictate who I date. Period. I will have a conversation with them. I will, um, you know, uh, get a, a idea of how they feel about the person, but I will not make, solely based my decision of dating somebody off of how my kids feel about it. Yeah, but but where you run into a, um, a issue is what if the kids, what if he's, he or she has said something sideways to that, to that child and they play it different to you, to you it's, it's, you know, I, I don't know. I've never had that kind. I don't know what you're talking about. They, they, to you, it's nothing. Everything's great. But to that kid, no, they've said something or they, they've done something or even worse, even worse, done something um, to that kid. And, and uh, the child is trying to let you know that this isn't somebody that you need to be with. I think that your kids should, if, if you've done a, a decent job of parenting, your kids should want the best for you. They should want somebody who treats you well. And if they if they don't, 
you got to question what you're doing. What is, what is you doing with these kids? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? How are you raising them? What are you What are you giving them? Like, what are you inputting in them where they're so selfish that they could see that this person is is treating you well, but they don't they don't want them around because they want you all to themselves. See, there are other factors to this. One, we have to keep in mind that children are selfish by nature because they get everything from you. They they feel like the world revolves around them. Everything re- revolves around them. So one, you have to keep that in mind Two, There are other factors in place for somebody like me. My children are extremely protective. <laughs> They've asked the last two people, well, how long are you going to stay around? Listen, cause they already know my kids have, uh, been subject to see, um, how I have been treated in the past. So they assume that everybody else, or they're waiting for you to do the exact same thing or something similar. So, they don't really be trying to hear hear people. Now, again, and off the bat, they don't really like nobody. <laughs> so I don't I don't base who I date or I don't base whether I'm I'm going to continue dating this person solely based off of how my kids feel about it because I already know how they feel and why they may feel that way. So it, there are other factors around this. So I think it's it's it is um very um yourself alone if you if you are constantly dating people based on how your kids solely based on how your kids feel uh, michelle says that plays into your relationship with your child you should know if your child is being selfish in their acceptance of the person you are choosing i agree um as i said you and, and here's the thing people know their kids okay you know your kids so if you know that your kids are very clingy or very needy then that's one thing if you know that your child just doesn't want to see you hurt again or they're because listen one i'm the type of parent where once you hurt me or and if you hurt me like really really hurt me um to my core or physically or something my kids, if if they had a relationship with you, it's not going to be the same. If they haven't started developing a relationship with you, you definitely lost there. So, yes, that will cause some tension. But if you decided to forgive that person, I think it's your responsibility to have a conversation with the child to make them understand that, hey, yes, this happened. I forgave this person because A, B, C, D, um, and all of that. So, I think that all of those things play a role and because I've watched that happen. I've watched women solely base uh, whether or not they date somebody off of their kids. And now you're 40, 50 and you still single. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, y'all token. call in, uh-huh. you call in at three, one, seven, eight, eight, six, zero, two, nine, six, or leave a comment and we'll read it. By that same token though. Um, what if the, what if the the woman that you're dating is like abusive? Like, think about. Uh, of, of course, that you're yeah, not but do but that. I'm saying you wouldn't know, you know, because the the person is is going to hide it from you. Or what if the guy that you is kind of like, um, kind of like a, a, a Cinderella situation. You got to kind of think of that, think of it long term. Like you marry this person, this person really doesn't like your child, and then you get up out of here. You know, what if you don't have another parent, that child doesn't have another parent, all they have is you. You got, then it, then you really need to pay attention to whether this child, um, why this child can't connect with this person. And is it, 
is it a uh, is it something with your child? Is your child selfish? You know, if your child is selfish and and they just don't want you to have nothing because. Again, if you have a realistic view of your kid, that bad kid that I was talking about in segment one, if you know your kid just selfish and they don't want nothing, they don't want you to have nothing outside of them, then you operate accordingly. But you're you're going to run into issues with that person if you're with somebody and your child don't like them because your child uh, feels like they need all of your attention. You're setting that person up. To be to be living in a strange situation with you and your child. So Cheryl says, yes, we do. And true. Um, again, if you want to call in, the call in number is 317-886-0296. So here's the thing. What I'm saying is you can take how your children feel into consideration, but basing your dating preferences solely off of how your children feel is stupid to me. It's irresponsible. It's matter of fact, again, you're going to find yourself alone because sometimes kids ain't gonna like nobody just like just like you got mamas out there who feel like ain't nobody good for my ain't nobody good enough for my son you got mamas like that too trust me there are kids like that as well there's okay a, there's a there's a um there's thought that has to go into it because your child if you're doing it right your child eventually is going to be leaving your house and their input um at the time that they leave your house should be less than zero just about when it comes to who you dating because now you've you've raised them to to be out of your house who you choose to date isn't going to be based off of what they like or or what they enjoy or what's good for them because you've already got them up out your crib so then okay again that causes another barrier because so now i gotta wait till i'm 40 or 50 to date because I got to wait to not have to consider or think about how you feel about who I'm dating. And this is the time where I remind people that I don't preface my statements with all or anything like that. Okay. So I'm speaking about <laughs> a certain scenario. That scenario is not a catch all. So when it comes to, I mean, when you have your kids and you're responsible for your kids and you're responsible for them until they get up out of your house that it is what it is you don't get to shirk that responsibility for love or for anything else they're your responsibility once you once you decide to date somebody you have to include them in your decision making when if they're school age kids if they're young especially uh you have to include them in your decision making because you can't if say you decide to date date somebody or marry somebody who, um who was uh arrested and tried and convicted for molestation right say you just decide they they gave their life over to god and and you know they ain't touched no kids in 20 years okay no. <laughs> you decide you... to give them a shot right if your child is out of the house okay that's that's your decision whatever you know that's whatever floats your boat if your child is still in that house, it is irresponsible for you as a parent to allow somebody who has even the potential for anything like that into your house. It, it, it is. Um, Michelle says yes and no. As parents, we have to raise them to be open-minded and be concerned with your happiness. Cheryl says kids feed off of your spirit and no. So here's the... Um, Here's the problem with that. You do you generation how your kids feel, and I'm 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 speaking now from a from a place of I used to be that child. So we tried to voice. Uh, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. I, I tried to voice to my parent, to my mom, 
that hey i don't i don't think this person is is right wasn't listening and that person was a violent registered sex offender and the hell that i grew up in <laughs> played out and she just didn't care so um me being that child in that situation when nobody would listen that's one thing but what i'm talking i'm not talking about on the severe end of the spectrum even though we have parents that ignore that you should never ever 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 do that parents especially mothers because they tend to do it a lot um but what i am saying is i will not as a parent um I will not as a parent who takes very good care of my kids, who spend times with my kids, who sacrifices for my children, who bend over backwards to feed them, clothe them and everything else and make sure they're, they're good. I will not put my happiness on hold just because you feel some type of way about somebody else coming in. And sometimes it has a lot to do with that other parent as well playing in their ear. Cause trust me, I've dealt with that over the years telling them they ain't got to listen to the person that you with and so-and-so ain't your daddy and they can't discipline you. All that is, it, it are, uh, are other barriers when you're trying to blend families. So this yeah. is why I say you do not solely base your decision to date somebody off of how your kids feel. Yeah, in my situation, I was afraid to tell my mom. Not, not really. If, I didn't feel like I had a voice anyway, um, concerning my mom and who she was dating or anything like. I, I, I wasn't even thinking on that complex a level when it came to the relationship with my mom. She was grown. She did what she wanted, but I didn't like um, my little brother's father. I didn't like him. He he was kind of mean to me, but to her. Obviously, he he wasn't that mean because they had a kid together. So he, he wasn't he wasn't that mean to her. They were they were at least nice at some point in time. Um, <laughs> but but I didn't I didn't like him necessarily because I I thought that he was mean. I thought that he was somebody that um, that didn't keep his word. He wasn't somebody that was um, that was honest. So I didn't like him. But she did later on. Of course, um, he ended up being a jerk. But when it comes to um, when it comes to your kids, I think that while nobody should base any decision they make solely off of um, their children and their children's desires, you definitely have to take into consideration your children when you're making a decision to be with somebody because that person is going to have interactions with them. You're not always going to be able to take your kids with you everywhere they go, everywhere you go. Some at some point, you're going to leave that person in charge of your child and you're going to hope that they do the best. You're going to expect them to do the best or do what you would do when they're in your absence. It's unfair to both your child and to that person. If you do that without, uh, without making the attempt to uh, merge them together or, or merge the family together or see if, you know, there's a common ground that you can come to with these two individuals. You have to check in on that and you have to be intentional when you're trying to bring somebody into your household or are you trying to merge your household with somebody else's household all right so we're going to take our last break it's going to be a short break and when we come back we're going to uh wrap up this conversation and give some tips but at the same time we're going to have our social media relationship uh shenanigans segment all right <laughs> when we come back so stick and stay this is your girl lady J. your boy mark p and you are tuned into Pillow Talk right here on JQLM Radio, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Yeah. 
Don't just take your clothes off. Take the problems off. Take the armor off. Take all the drama off. Take all your responsibilities you've been holding down. No, it's a lot. or events to hundreds of potential clients and guests with direct links to an that your ad runs for 60 days? 
advertise with us. Ego Magazine, a division of Ego Entertainment Network. Visit www.egoentertainmentnet.com. That's www.egoentertainmentnet.com. And complete the form while you're there. We look forward to promoting you. Track Try Me by Arulo on mixkit.com. Now we are back. We're back um, on Pillow Talk. You are tuned in to JQLM Radio, Division of Ego Entertainment Network. And we have been talking about blending families. And this has been an interesting conversation. We've been talking about when to introduce uh, your significant other to your parents, to the kids, when to introduce the kids to each other, um, the barriers that come along with blending families. Uh, so should you, um, uh, one more question before we get into our relationship shenanigans segment and wrap up the show. Uh, how do you think is the best way to introduce the kids to each other? Um, when dating, when trying to blend the families, I think you should always do it in a public place, maybe in a kid friendly place. Maybe because that would ease maybe some of the tension. Because, listen, I'm not going to lie. My kids will size your kids up. They do it all the time to other kids. They'll sit back and they'll observe and um, to see if they're what kind of vibe the kids are giving. And that will determine how enthusiastic or not enthusiastic they are about you know, conversating and speaking and interacting. That's just my kids personally. Yeah, but by the same token, Jemima to talk to folks, so she 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 can't do too much. She ain't scared. Enough. She's a sometimey kid. She's she's like me. She'll observe and look you up and down, and she trying to feel out your vibe because if she don't feel like your vibe, she ain't gonna say nothing to you, and that's just it. I'm the same way. I got like there's four different personalities. Mark is cool with anybody that's cool with him. Um, Dylan is is very funny, so he's gonna make people be cool with him. Um, but they're both independent thinkers. Um, Devin is also, he's also an independent thinker. All four of my kids are. Um, but Devin is somebody who, you know, he he's cool with you. If if you're cool with the stuff that he's cool with, then he's cool with you. He, he He's not going to chase you down in order to be, be your friend or anything like that. Now, Bree wants to be friends with everybody. Bree likes everybody, hasn't met anybody that she's as long as you're nice to her then she's nice to you you know not nice to you she's gonna be nice regardless so it it's different i think that um i think the best thing to do is to uh you know after having a discussion with your kids probably in a in a public setting when you all go out someplace like going to some kid-friendly place and you introduce them go go bowling or go um, go-karting or something like that and introduce your, your kids to their kids. Um, some You might be in a situation where they already know one another. You know, it, uh, They already go to school with one another or something like that. In that case, it's, it's a little bit easier uh, in some ways and harder in other ways because maybe they know each other and they don't like each other. Yeah, um, I think for the most part, like I said, my oldest child, <laughs> my teenage daughter, 
she she gonna sit back and observe you. I mean, she'll speak, and that's it. If if she don't like your vibe, she ain't, she ain't gonna she ain't gonna talk to you much. Um, uh, both of my boys are very sociable. They are my social butterflies. <laughs> my son, youngest son, he'll talk to anybody. He he want to know your name. He want to know everything. What you like? What you don't like? My oldest son, he real laid back and cool. He. He'll he'll speak. He'll even interact. He ain't for playing though. If you got younger kids, which Mark's kids are younger than mine, uh, they not gonna play with you too much. They don't uh, unless they, it's their sibling. I mean, they'll play with them sometimes. Like my boys, they like playing together. But when it's somebody else's kids, he don't really play with other little kids that much. <laughs> my youngest daughter, um, she's very calm but energetic with the right people. If she feels comfortable enough, she'll she'll um, you know interact and like i said me personally i'm used to kids that are very energetic i think mark's kids are a whole lot more mellow than my kids so it's not it, it's different for me we're kind of weird not weird in a bad way but um i'm used to like kids like literally hanging on me and all that kind of stuff that's those are the kind of kids that i'm i'm used to so it's it's a different dynamic but because my kids are most kids that i interact with are like my kids um so when it's when it's a different set of kids, it's kind of like, eh. and, and it has to do too with their with their background uh, too with the kid, uh, any type of kid that you're dealing with with their background, like the environments that they're raised in, the type of people, that, the parents that they have, and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, but, I'm um, laid back, so my kids are gonna be laid back. Yeah, um, so they don't really, yeah, um, uh. Like I said, it, it it depends too on the kids, all their personalities. So depending upon how well they mesh, and just because they're not like all up under each other all the time doesn't necessarily mean he and well mesh. Everybody, you know, pick each other's face time, whatever. So, um, mm. with that being said, uh, let's get into the let's take a break and uh, get into social media relationship shenanigans segment for the show tonight, and then we'll get back into tips and take some more calls. The call-in number is 317-886-0296. So, one of our social media relationship shenanigans for tonight, it is a post that says, Why do men give a woman a baby quicker than giving her a ring and or marriage? Isn't a child more of a commitment slash attachment to her? Who listen, 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 listen. I would like to know that question. But some of that falls on the females, too, because you allowed this man to make you a mother before he made you a wife. I like how women like to like to put that on us like like we snuck in your window and threw a baby at you and then ran off or something like that. You was participating in the baby. making. just said you allowed him to make you a mama before he made you a wife. I'm still not over you. Here having unprotected sex with females that they not in relationships with. Somebody answer me that. Mm, I, I think I think people are I think people that's man, that's been that's something that's been happening since the beginning of time. So I, I think that, you know, uh I feel like men, you do it and you know that you're gonna get the girl pregnant, so why do it? I I it depends. Like some some dudes, it ain't smart, but some dudes get caught up just like some females get caught up. Um, it, I think that um, there's so many uh, things that that can be done afterwards that you don't. I mean, you you get pregnant at this stage, you're getting pregnant because you want to get pregnant. 
It ain't it ain't oops, I got pregnant. I didn't know for three months. You got pregnant because you wanted to get pregnant. Um and the the while the dude should have the uh or should be responsible enough to strap up at this at this stage, any woman that gets pregnant from having sex with a dude wanted to get pregnant. She she wanted and if she or if she had the baby, let's say if she had the baby, she wanted to have the baby. She, there was no accident. It it wasn't she she's has just as much uh she's just as culpable as he is, in other words, is what I'm saying. So here's my question then concerning that. At what age do you start telling yourself that you too old to be saying oops? I mean, at what age do you stop uh, getting quote unquote caught up because listen 35 40 45 50 you too old to be out here screwing people when I'm protecting sex and getting people pregnant what, what the f- yeah I mean sex is sex it's, it's been happening forever so that I ain't mean, got that, that ain't got nothing to do with what I just said it, at it what has, age do you stop telling I could have sworn we were talking about sex yeah, I thought we're talking about getting people pregnant okay well you gotta have sex to do that right? yeah but oh, okay. what I'm saying I was on topic <laughs> I thought we were talking age? about sex and then you, you kind of blew my mind with that but um, look ev- Cheryl people. says everyone should be responsible um it falls on the female. You are treated the way you are, or what you allow. Yeah, I mean, just like it's not you can't you can't sell me on you didn't know that he wasn't wearing a condom. You can't sell me on that. You know the difference. You know what I'm saying? With with without having to get a, a graphic with the with the whole situation, you know the difference. You can tell the difference. So it, it at at this stage. You're doing what you what you want to do, and it's not it's not a he got you pregnant. You got yourself pregnant. You know what I'm saying? You both of y'all got pregnant together. So, um, but having a having a baby with a female or having sex with a female, this should denote how a, a dude's mind works. Having sex with you is not anywhere in the same ballpark. As wanting to be in a relationship with you, and the and the standard that we have for who we'll have sex with is way lower than the standard of who we'll uh, be in a relationship with. So here's the thing: so your standard of having sex with her was low, but you thought enough of her to to make a deposit and have a child with her. Well, you can't. If we could control whether we made the deposit or not, what you still can? Doing, how about your pullout game? Doing, what about, about that? If you ain't wrapping it up, your pullout game is weak. If the pull, whether it's whether it's weak or not, <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the day, she you didn't have to, She didn't even have to allow for a pullout situation to happen. It, 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 but at the end of the day, both of y'all yeah. dumb because uh, you don't want her, and so we, she thought you wanted her, it, and nah. now you you have having it, sex with that, a woman, that's, and your pullout that's game what's, is weak. That's what's, that's what's weird about a female's mind because y'all think that just because a dude trying to put something in you, he must like you or he must really see something in you. He don't. He sees something on you. That for JJ, that's what he see, and that's all he's trying to get. That's all it means. Now, if he's expressed something more than that, then he sees something more than that. If he hasn't expressed that he wanted more than that, then the only thing that you are to him is JJ with legs. So Michelle says some of our women need to be secure and confident in who they are as well as loving themselves and stop looking for a man to complete them. He cannot fix you or make you complete. You better say that. Okay? Say that. Well, here's another one. It says 
When a man earns money, he dreams of giving his wife the best. When a woman earns money, she feels she does not need a man. Hmm. That was a social media post on Facebook. Now, I would say that's true for the most part when it comes to the African-American community. Um, I think that we are taught that we don't need our men. So I think that that is something that we, a stigma that we need to um, do away with, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we're, they're told that by um, some, by people outside of the race. And then you get women inside the race that repeat it. I, there was a, uh, I was on Twitter and this chick was talking about some, um, some, some girl who is a lesbian was talking about her relationship with her girl. And the, and the, um, the other girl says, um, I'm like lesbian relationships are so great. I don't know why I wasted my younger years with men. And I'm like, um, maybe they wasted their time with you. And she, <laughs> but she felt some type of way about that. It didn't, didn't understand why dudes would feel sometimes. I'm like, listen, you're not perfect. Nobody is. And maybe you were the problem in your relationship. Maybe it wasn't them. Maybe it was you. Yeah, I mean, that could be. Uh, Latasha uh, Brinson says, I, I think she was talking about, she's going back to uh, what we were just talking about as far as a man making a woman a mom before he makes her a wife. She says she the dummy because it's her thigh. She opened up to invite the man in. Thank I you. agree. I agree with you because here's the thing. A lot of these women out here are messing around and try to seduce men, have sex with them, or both of them getting caught up or whatever. And now you're pregnant and you mad because he don't want to be with you. So now you got a baby by a baby daddy. Look, and a- and especially if he didn't if he didn't sign up to have the kid technically you did because you slept with her without wrapping it up and so you feel in some type of way about it because and let's not even get on the women who who sleep with married men or men in relationships or whatever and you get pregnant now now, now you're just extra dumb the the thing is um that that's something that's reinforced by um, by society for a reason. There's a there's a reason why um, black women are told that you don't need a man. That you can that that men are optional. Whereas other races are taught that uh, men are a bonus. Men are a plus. Um, as far as as far as uh, responsibility, going back to you know making somebody a, a mother before you make them a wife. You don't have to be a mother. Just, even when you get pregnant, you don't have to be. There's, before you even get to the abortion um, part of the, the possible equation, there's things you can do before then. You can get the morning after pill. You can, there's other things That's you can true. do. You choosing to do that. You choosing to be that. That's true. Here's the thing. Um, uh, let's see. Cheryl says they are hurt and broken. Yes, married men. That should never happen. I agree. Um so the next one uh, and the last one for tonight uh, of the social media relationship shenanigans says so many people are in love and not together. And so many people are together and not in love. Now, that's a statement right there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, we got a lot of people all out out here in, in the world looking at social media and like, oh, man, they they're, you know, everybody taking matching pajamas. uh uh, pictures for Christmas and sending out uh, digital Christmas cards and and paper Christmas cards and all of this and y'all like oh my god that is so cute I can't wait till I get with somebody that does that 
listen, everything on screen ain't always what it seems. Ain't really what it's like behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Michelle has said. Michelle Jones says history has taught us that we don't need a man. We can track that all the way back to slavery. I don't need a man to pay my bills and to take care of me. I want a man to share my life with and be witness to my life. So I. When it comes to that statement, I'm going to say I agree with that to a certain extent, Michelle, because here's my thing. I don't believe in saying I don't need a man. One, I have sons, and I definitely don't want them to feel that they are not needed. Everybody wants to be not just wanted, but needed. I don't need a man to necessarily survive in life to be um, successful in life, but I do need a man to become everything that to reach my full potential as a wife, as a mom, as first of all, I can't be a wife without a man, um, to, to be a woman in, in, in the essence of what God has created me to be. I do need a man for that. Um, I need a man to cover me. I need a man to, so when I, I, I don't, for me personally, I don't agree with saying that I don't need a man. I don't ever, I try not to use those words, especially around my sons. I don't ever want them to be with any woman that feels like they don't need him. Um, because, we all need somebody to get through life. We've needed people to get to where we are. So I think that we have to change or choose our choice of words. Um, Cheryl Northern Legrand says the reason why things not right, their house is out of order is God, husband, wife, and children. That is true. Um, so now it's single be the mom and the dad. True. Um, Oh, Michelle says that's what she means. Um, so so many people are in love and not together, and so many people are together and not love. I think that you want to comment yeah, on both um, things. Yeah, uh, on on both things. One, um, sometimes it's timing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, how many people have been in a situation where there's been somebody that you've known uh, for a long time, and you felt them, and they felt you, and then something happened where, you know, they went away, you went away, uh, you ended up meeting somebody, and uh, they ended up meeting somebody. When you're single, they're they're with somebody. When you're uh, when you're with somebody, uh, they're single. You know, it 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 always goes like it happens. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes timing is everything, and there's people that'll that'll go their whole life and and never be able to experience that uh, that thing because of timing. Um, and it, and it sucks, but it does happen. Uh, to speak on um, on what Michelle was saying, listen, if I th- we're basically boiling everything down to a word, right? Need mm-hmm. um, and, and need and want, and the difference between the two, right? So, it, the question is, if if women don't need men, if, if that's all across the board, black, white, Asian, whatever, if women don't need men, then why is it that black women are the only ones who say they don't need a man? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if if it's true, if if it's if using if it's accurate to use the word need, and this ain't me beating up on Michelle, I love Michelle. But if it's accurate that women don't need men, mm-hmm. then why is it that only one race of people are the ones that say it over all the other races of women? You'll if you hear it in any other race, it's it's odd because mm-hmm. it's not prevalent at all you'll never get a, a, a prevailing voice saying 
I don't need a man in any other race other than ours. Or not just races, even cultures. Because here's the thing. The man is considered the head. He's considered the leader. I I mean, yes, we do need men. You see what happens when the man is removed (laughs) from the equation. When kids are involved, everything is not good. good. Um, Let's see. Latasha says, what we consider the need is important. I like the way you said it. I don't need my man to be successful, but I do need him to reach my full potential in being a woman, a wife. Yes. Um, Cheryl says, scared of getting hurt. We do need men. Um, so I think that, uh, th- those are the, the last things as far as that's the last, um, uh, statement as far as the social media relationship shenanigans segment. But I thought that, um, oh, Michelle says conditioning. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, these specific ones were, were really good, um, that were posted on social media, um, and, spark some conversation could possibly become a topic on pillow talk um but so that wraps up that that segment of the show so let's uh wrap up our topic of the day um blending families Mm -hmm. so i think that one uh women need to be very careful about dating anyway when you are broken emotionally and mentally because when you do that a lot of times you will ignore the cries of your children if it's something severe that you're overlooking you'll you will purposely and or um unintentionally both miss red flags that could be very detrimental. So you can miss the person being abusive or, you know, miss certain character flaws and things of that sort. When you are dating, that will cause you to be in a situation that can be detrimental to yourself and your children um, for the sake of having somebody saying that you have somebody or feeling, trying to fill a void because you don't feel love, looking for love in all the wrong places. That becomes very dangerous when you are dating and you are not emotionally stable and mentally stable. One, let's start there. Um, two, in blending families, uh, don't introduce your kids to everybody that you date. It, it, it needs to be somebody who is, who you're serious about somebody that you are trying to build a life with that you are on the road to marriage with. Just don't be introducing your kids to to everybody and make sure that it's a good fit between kids. Like I said, they don't have to be all lovey dovey with each other. Not every blended family is going to be that way. It's just not. Uh, But make sure that they are respecting you and making sure that they're not, uh, they're not mistreating your children. Um, and that your children are mistreating them and make sure that there's a level of respect there for the person that you're dating. Yeah. Um, I think uh, when it comes to um, blending families, I'm going to speak individually, right? Um, women, be prepared for a man to enter into your house. Prepare yourself for it. Prepare yourself mentally because he's not just there to fix the toaster or to change tires or to pump gas. He's going to come in there and he's going to say no to some stuff that you say yes to. He's going to want to put things in a different spot that you put things. Prepare yourself mentally for that because if not, then you're what you're expecting him to do is come in and be like one of your kids, to be told what to do by you, and that ain't going to happen. Um, men, do not put your woman in a position where she is uh, competing for your love with like your daughter 
don't do that to her. I, I think I've been in that situation because once. Don't do that to her because because you're not ready not to to say no to your uh, to your daughter, or you're not ready to be in a relationship that that you don't run past your your daughter or something like that. You've created a, a situation and a scenario where you haven't prepared either your daughter or yourself for somebody else to enter into your family. If you really want to make it work, then what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get the two people on the same page. If 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 they aren't lovey-dovey because your daughter isn't lovey-dovey or your woman isn't lovey-dovey, at least they can be respectful of one another because mm-hmm. that's all she has to be is respectful. Um, you want both of them to be respectful. You want her to honor your daughter and your daughter's relationship with you and and uh, the mother, if the mother's in the scenario, the daughter's relationship with the mother. You want the daughter to honor her and, and your relationship with her and her being an adult. Um, ladies, you want your children to honor that man. You can't you can't bring him in there to be a provider and be a protector and then tell him to shut up when, when your kids come around or not to tell your kids nothing. Uh, Latasha says, right, don't ask him to step up to the plate and you won't let the plate go. <laughs> right. That's true. But here, I will say this. Um, men, another thing, I was talking about the women uh, making sure they are emotionally and mentally ready to take on a relationship. Uh, let's see. Latasha says the problem is most women want a man, but enjoy managing boys. Well, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say this on the men side: when dating someone, because a lot of women, especially African American women, have undergone trauma. It could be physical abuse by a man. It could be, you know, emotional abuse or whatever. If you are dealing with somebody who has been a victim of violent of of a violent crime or domestic violence in the past, like myself, you don't want to come in. Uh, with, uh, I'll say, an iron fist or trying to take over everything because she immediately is going to look at you as somebody who is controlling, and that leads to abuse. And I'm going to say for me, I'm an alpha female. I am very headstrong. I am stubborn. I'll do what I want to do when I want to do it, and I get in my ways. I I will say that. I am I am probably one of the most difficult women <laughs> to date when it comes to handing over control because I've had people control me or take over my life and being in domestic violence relationships several times so i don't do well with men who think they're going to tell me what to do um and sometimes that you can perceive somebody trying to do for you or looking out for you as being controlling so that's why i say it's very important one on the woman's side to make sure that she's mentally and emotionally ready for a relationship on the other side men need to need to make sure that when you are coming in don't come in that way because you won't be received well and you'll be you'll it's not her fault you're frustrating yourself because you're not realizing how you're coming that's a thin line there i mean if a woman is a homemaker by by naturally she's a she's a nurturer decorating the house stuff like that let her decorate the house the way she want to decorate it she might ask you somebody like me i'm like oh you like this okay but uh, cooking stuff like that let her do that that that's her domain you know what i'm saying if you are is she not you know telling you you know if she wants something to fix she ain't telling you how to fix it or you know what i'm saying uh when it comes to discipline and she's letting you set the tone for the house and stuff like that that's your domain so there, there has to be uh there has to be a balance there on on the flip side um don't bring a man into your house 
if you aren't prepared for him to set the standard or set boundaries because that's what we do. We we come into a situation, we look at the weaknesses of it, and we fix them. So if you have a wayward child, and you know you have a wayward child, and you bring in a man into that house who isn't a wayward man or isn't jelly-backed, then you already know what's going to happen. So prepare yourself for it, and don't bring him into that house if you gonna if if in your mind you want to allow your ch- children to run free and to express themselves fully and to and to be everything that they want to be without any kind of restraint or any kind of restrictions. Don't bring that man in that house. Just stay single. Or stay screwing on the side, or whatever it is that you do. <laughs> no, don't we just don't in. stay screwing on the side. If you're not wrapping it up, don't, don't be screwing on the, the side because well, then you're gonna be a, a you can, baby you can, mama. You can wrap it up and screw on the side too. Just, oh, just God. don't bring them into your house. Mark out here giving wrong advice. <laughs> My advice is great. Don't bring them into the house because you're setting yourself and your children up for failure. That most men are not. Um, we, what we don't do is we don't repeat ourselves. We, that's not what we do. What we do, we don't fuss. So we're not going to use our words. And didn't you hear me tell you blah, 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 blah? I could have sworn I'll get tired of blah, blah, blah. Do that. I'm going to tell you what to do. If you don't do it, then what you basically did is come up to me, spit in my face, and say, nah, bruh. Hold on. So I got a question. Wait. <laughs> we got about 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, Let's see. So we go um, handle Latasha that. says, right, healthy boundaries. That understanding should be established before he or she comes into the house. Here I here I okay, here's my question. What about when the woman comes in? Because yeah, the 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 kids already have a mother. Clearly a lot of I mean, uh some kids already have a father. What is her role when she comes in to your kids? Because most kids, you ain't my mama, or you ain't my you know, I'm saying what should the man be prepared for when he's when when a woman is coming into the household, a man bringing a woman into to the household, um, it, it's it's kind of like she's there for. Uh, it, it, is she bringing her children? Or are you talking about a, a woman without kids? Or are you talking about a woman with kids? Because it's a different. Woman with, women with kids. Okay. Uh, matter of oh. fact, because if you got kids, her coming into the house still. What what should you be prepared for? Okay, I'm saying there's a different thing that you there's different things you're preparing for based off of if she's coming and okay if her she kids. has kids. Okay, if she's coming and bringing her kids, then you're then you all, it's the same thing. You're establishing, okay, this is... Well, you said the man comes in to set the set boundaries, set the tone. Yeah. What is... She need to be prepared for that. What should you be prepared for? I'm preparing for her to to create the house or make the house into a home. I'm, I'm preparing for... There's, I'm taking her insight and her judgments, and I'm taking that into consideration also while I'm making the decisions. When it's all said and done, whether she comes to my house or whether I'm going to her house, I have to make the decision that's going to make the, the the household go because that's my role. If she's making all the decisions and I'm just sitting there, then what, what am I there for? You know what I'm saying? My role is my role regardless of whether I've gone – uh, we've decided that I move into her house or she's decided to move into mine. There, There's no difference between the two. Okay, but you... Be like, how many songs can you make a... What is her role concerning your kids? If my kids are wayward. Not just if they're wayward. I'm talking about period. What is her role? You talked about the man's role when he comes into a house that has children. What is the woman's role when she comes into a house that has children? Not her children, your children. Okay. She she has standards also. 
She has rules that that she that have nothing to do with um, functioning or, or not functioning, or the house functioning properly or not. It, it may be her just desire to see things be a certain way. Women have a different viewpoint than we have concerning uh, concerning kids and concerning what they might need or what they might uh, desire or something like that. So it's good to have somebody who thinks with a different side of the brain to to come in in a situation to help you be the better the, a better parent than you would be by yourself. Both parent. What what I'm saying though is that men are strict are more strict than women are, um, mm-hmm. and and kids especially boys need that. Uh, and and that's something that women tend not to do as effectively as men do. So when that man comes in the house and you've already told your your child twice, and then that man gets up and goes to back you up based off of what you said, then you let it go because that's what he's there to do. Yeah. Michelle says that means conversations between you and the man prior to him coming into the home, then come together with the children to do the same thing. Then there are no surprises or expected things jumping off. Latasha says he used Cinderella before and Cinderella's daddy picked a horrible mate only because she had only because she had kids and seemed motherly based on her relationship with her own kids. Mm -hmm. But hated his. I'm just saying that's that's true. That's That's exactly why I use the Cinderella, uh, the Cinderella uh, analogy, because he was horrible at picking women. Horrible. And then he got up out of here and, and left his daughter to be raised by this person who couldn't stand her. Now, if. If you're a any kind of father, you're gonna care about like your children, how they how they're gonna get along. Especially if you're the only parent, you have a different kind of responsibility on you. Really have to make sure that the person that you with is in tune with everything because it's right. So um, we have come down to the last five minutes of the show. This has been a really good topic. <laughs> and our uh, social media relationship shenanigans segment was really good today as well. So before we get off, I'm going to make sure that you know how to follow, like, and share and connect with us. So for uh, Mark B, make sure you follow, like, and share him on social media. You can connect with him on his website at www.themarkb.com. Also, you can email him at info.themarkb at gmail.com. Facebook is the Mark B. Instagram, the Mark B. Twitter, Mark Evan Sr. And LinkedIn, the Mark B. All right. Uh, also, if you would like to follow me, Lady J, you can visit my website at www.ladyj.co. All right. Also, you can follow me on Facebook at Lady J Brand. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at LadyJ.co. I'm on Twitter at JaQ underscore one. That's J-A-Q-U underscore one. And LinkedIn at LadyJ. Also, for Ego Entertainment and JQLM Radio. Make sure you follow, like, and share us on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio. You can follow Ego Entertainment Network at EgoEntNet. All right, on all social media and LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. Also um, on our website at egoentertainmentnet.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. This was a great show. Of course, we always appreciate y'all's input and make sure that y'all, I know that y'all are probably seeing the social media ads going around. We have a new JQLM radio number one listener challenge going on. So we have a listener that will win every month.
a prize. You will win a, a chance to be a guest on your favorite show as well. Get a shout out um, every month. So, and all you have to do is text us feedback on any shows that you tune into or the music that you hear or text this last song that you heard while tuning in um, or leave a review on our website and you are automatically entered to win every single month. All right. Um, and we also have a challenge going on for you all to help your favorite hosts win. All right. The number one producer spot of the month. Okay. And make sure that you all are following that. Also just sign up uh, to www.egoentertainmentnet.com for free subscribe for free so you can see all of the things coming up all of the opportunities that we have anything new in entertainment and events and things coming up um, we appreciate y'all we love y'all we would not be um the show would not be what it is without you all so we appreciate y'all so uh you have been tuned in to pillow talk with lady j mark b right here on jqlm radio division of ego entertainment network and this is a show to know it's a show and to grow love and relationships. We out, y'all. I was trying to give it to you, you was trying to take it And you cannot run from reality, gotta face it I've been trying to do everything for you to just make it Don't care what people say, especially when they talk crazy Don't play with me, I'm baby I'm watching in plain view You caught up and tangled in the web of the world I wish I could save you